This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. Hello and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm sitting in my home with a good friend, a frequent guest on the podcast, Angela Weber. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for putting up the Christmas tree for me. Well, it's more keeping the Christmas tree up. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. I was for sure keeping it up for guests. That's, yes. It's not just laziness. No, I appreciate it. You've got that My Favorite Ornaments on it. Do you have an ornament you like that you see behind me? Well, there's a frog with wings. Uh, yeah, that's one of my wife Sarah's Yeah, that ornaments. makes sense. That, that sense. I'm trying to remember what the meaning is. Uh, my wife and I had a discussion this year when we were putting the tree up <laughs> that I wanted more pop culture yeah. junk on the tree. And she had all these ornaments like... I think I would be more invested in these ornaments if I knew the story. Yeah. And a lot of the stories were just like, I like this. It's a frog with wings. You're like, okay, that's a good, <laughs> well, what that's if a good it's narrative. Like, it's like a Kermit uh, mashup with... Uh, <laughs> with what's... death? A dead Kermit? Well, no, like, what's that movie? City of Angels or something like that? <laughs> I don't know culture. City of Angels, but... Isn't that John Travolta is an angel? Um, is that a different movie? You are describing a movie that I'd like to see. Okay. That's about death. Okay. That has Kermit... <laughs> <laughs> and well, John I don't Travolta. Think it was, yeah. Anyway, it'd be perfect. I would love that. Okay. Uh, yeah. On so it. I have been thinking of tweeting a joke. Yeah. This is where I am in life, where I have a podcast where I just tell people jokes that I'm thinking about tweeting. Yeah. About wanting to borrow people's cats so they could come and knock down my Christmas tree. Yeah. So I don't have to take it down. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's so much work. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, cool. So let us uh, continue to study my Christmas tree, of course. Okay, yeah. But I want to get into your obsession. But first, for people who haven't heard you on the podcast before, can you yes. tell people who you are, what you do? Yeah, absolutely. My name is Angela Weber. I am a writer and maker of things, especially the band The Double Clicks. Uh, I write songs for them. And then I have a show called Caddy Bees on YouTube, a podcast called Gosh Darn Fiasco, and generally like being a nerd and writing stuff. Yeah. And you're kind of in, uh, is it fair to say, a an epoch of expansion? Yeah. <laughs> that was very fancy in Dungeons & Dragons. Like, yeah. you're trying a lot of different things. Because, like, Double Clicks, for a long time, was your yeah. main thing. You yes. had a lot of successes as the Double Clicks. Yeah. Doing music and comedy. And now you're doing, you're experimenting with writing and all sorts of different stuff. Yeah, doing all kinds of things. We had, like, a sketch show in Portland oh, yeah. all year last year, a monthly sketch show. And, yeah, the new podcast, we started a record label. We're <laughs> doing everything. You just get bored and start a record I label, I just need right? to register more domains. That's all I need. <laughs> That's my goal in life. My real artistic pursuit is registering domains. Yeah. I'm a Kickstarter consultant professionally now. Yeah. Like, it's stupid. I have too many things going on. Are you actually getting money from other people? To yeah. tell them how to do their Kickstarters? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Is it, are you getting the money up front or is it through their Kickstarters? Uh, it hasn't come to the point where it's a person where I don't know where they live. Okay. That <laughs> I feel like I need the money up front. Um, but definitely I will get paid regardless of what happens. But the good news is that because I'm so good, the project's going to fund anyway. Of course. Yeah. So there's no real danger. Right. So you're going to get paid no matter what. Yeah, I am. Awesome. So you have plenty of things to do with your time. Yes. But your obsession is about another thing to possibly do with your time. Yes. Which is adult coloring books. Yes. And possibly other hobbies. Yeah. Well, and I think that connects with it because I've been doing so much stuff. Like, I remember exactly a year ago being like, how do people have time to watch TV or have hobbies? Like, <laughs> we're working all the time. And then I've gotten to this point where I work so much and have so much emotional investment in the stuff that I make that I'm like, I need a, I need a 
goddamn break. <laughs> so you need to do something that's not meant for uh, other people to consume. Exactly. Like, there has to be something I can't monetize. Like, something so <laughs> dumb I can't even Instagram it. <laughs> that is a really great uh, goal to have something that's not monetized. Yeah. Well, I feel like you tweet everything, too, right? Like, yeah. you, you, you're always got those wheels going, or do yes. you not? So, like... No, it, I do. It's, yeah. it's borderline obsession, for yeah. sure, where there are times like, it would be fine if I took the day off, but it has gotten to be almost internally for me. Like, there's the external thing of, like, oh, there's something big going on. I want to be a part of the conversation. Yeah. Or I think I should for career. Yeah. But it's more just the, like, compulsively... <laughs> It's been four hours, and I've said nothing. Yeah. Am I a dead in a ditch somewhere? <laughs> I don't know, unless I tweet. Yeah. Yeah. So it's problematic, but fun. Uh, <laughs> and speaking of that, let's talk about adult coloring books. Yeah. I want to start with that. I know you have other hobbies that you're exploring, yes. not monetizing. Yeah. But tell me about, for people who don't know adult coloring books, Absolutely. what is the deal? Oh, gosh. Uh, adult coloring books are just regular coloring books. They're just pic pictures, and usually it's like mandalas or like weird animals and the things are very small and you're supposed to just zen out and color and okay. like literally nothing there's no reason to do it except that maybe just take a minute away from your phone and chill right so it start did it start as a form of therapy they call it like their therapy coloring yeah okay. yeah for sure okay. I, I definitely remember the um before i started my therapist actually told me because i'm um i'm I'm very into micromanaging, so my sister and I record together. Yeah. And I was like, it's so stressful. I'm always yelling at her. We have to stop. Um, and she told me the two things I need to do is make Aubrey turn around so I can't see her computer screen, so I can't tell her what to do, and also just, like, get a coloring book so that <laughs> when it's her, her turn to do something with the software and I'm not doing anything, maybe I can just... Just color. Yeah. So that's therapy. Yeah. That's absolutely. Pres a prescription. Yeah. Well, it's actively doing something, right? Yeah. So it kind of takes your mind off the thing. So if yeah. you get into that state, like myself, like when I feel the need to tweet, mm -hmm. I could instead color. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, one of the cool things about it is like it's, it's a thing to do, but it's also not getting you hooked into another venture. It's not like picking up your phone to look at the clock and then all of a sudden you're in Twitter and your email and all oh, of this right. stuff. It's just like, I'm on a color green for a minute, but I can stop whenever. Right. It's not a I gateway need. drug. The only thing it can lead to is more coloring. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, so is that how you first got hooked based on your therapist suggesting it? Yeah, my therapist suggested it. And I was like, that's stupid, as with all things that anybody tells me to do. <laughs> um, and then I we kind of got big into it when I'm doing planning my wedding right now. So I have friends over trying to do like bridesmaid stuff let's make plans and then i just get tired of it and it's like let's do something else and so we started coloring like let's make a craft together because we don't want to play like i have friends that don't play games okay and it's nice to just sit and color so we colored like a star wars poster cool and i was like this is fun and then we colored like ghostbusters pictures and then now i have like three different cat books and a bunch of, it's a nonsense okay. nonsense thing what is your favorite thing do you prefer just doing the beautiful flowing zen like designs or do mm -hmm. you like the branded stuff like i know you like ghostbusters the new ghostbusters yeah. so are, are you more content coloring holtzman or <laughs> a weird circle i think i just out of principle don't do mandalas because it feels appropriate it's all the same gosh darn stuff but um i i'm right now really into cats because okay. the coloring book themselves they've like developed it very well where 
as like your standard coloring book when you're a kid, you're using crayons and it's just like double-sided, it's flimsy paper. Now, like if you get a legit coloring book, it's one-sided, you pull it out, it's got like the perforated pages yeah. and stuff and it's like nice quality paper. Like that's, like the aesthetic of that is more important to me. So there's not like an adult Ghostbusters coloring book that I know of. Okay. I also feel like there would be a lot of pressure to do it well and that's kind of the whole point is okay. that you can't. What exactly is a mandala? Like I have in my mind the general sort of like swirling imagery that I've seen in adult coloring books that yeah. have lots of little pockets that you can fill in in different colors. Yeah. But what exactly is the mandala thing? What does it come from? Yeah, well what is it exactly? Is it just that swirling yeah. circle thing? Yeah, so it comes from like the sand mandalas which oh, is... Okay. Um, a kind of, it's like a spiritual kind of art where they would make a thing and the whole point of it is that it goes away. Like we made this oh. thing and it was very meditative. We made something beautiful that can only last a minute. Like the whole yes. point of it is I've the act of making something and they beautiful. Me out. Yeah. Not somebody observing it. Which to people like you and I, like if I can't be praised for this and like make it and put it on Twitter, then why would I do it? Yeah. Which is sort of the whole point of like letting go of that kind yeah. of vibe. Yeah, well, in uh, for me, there's that praise thing, but also just my beginning of most of my artistic career was doing theater or sketch comedy that was live. Yeah, and by definition, and it over. goes away. Yeah. Uh, so there's definitely the like it must be praised, but also that like I did so much, and it only exists in the minds of people who misremember it because it was one night, and yeah. they're aging, and yeah, uh, but. But if the you goal. were a Buddhist, you'd be like, yeah, yeah, I did it. I made beauty. <laughs> do, do Buddhists say, yeah, I did it? Is I that think that's standard? the main thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> okay, so you, you color much more of the, the peaceful, thoughtful designs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're into doing some branded stuff because it sounds yeah. like you did a Star Wars thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was, that was very fun. That's fun to do with friends, I think, because you feel like it's a, like an activity. You can talk about the characters and stuff like that. I have a light up. Star Wars poster that I made. Oh, nice. That we got at, we were like at Joanne Fabrics, like we have to find a craft and then they don't really have like craft kits there. We like, we literally don't want to learn a skill. We just want to make something. (laughs) Um, But that was really fun because it's a, like we made kind of disco neon Darth Vader and Luke. Okay. Doing stuff together. Luke doing like cooking or was Luke coloring? (laughs) They were cooking. (laughs) Yes. It's just them having a a dad-son moment coloring. I think they were like, you would recognize what, they were somewhere holding lightsabers. Okay. They were in a place. Yeah. Probably Death Star. Cloud City? Sure. They never held lightsabers together on the Death Star. It's a missed opportunity. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. I've processed it over the years. (laughs) Um, So do you successfully manage to stay calm in just color in a judgmental free way or do you sometimes get perfectionist about i need to make sure this mandala is colored correctly i really i fight that the impulse to do something well and like something that i can tweet or whatever i I fight it really hard like to the point where i'm thinking like you know, I don't usually like pink, but maybe I'll do this all pink just to like fight that part of myself oh, that nice. doesn't like this kind of colors and stuff. Like the the beginning of the books usually have like a test out your color palettes section where it's just like five boxes next to each other and you can try different things. Okay. Like, I would never do this. And then I, it's it, it's this part of myself that I kind of hate. Like, why am I, why am I doing yeah. You know, but it's just, it's ch- challenging that part where it's like, I know what I like and I'm making a thing. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's bad. It's just that you need to relieve yourself of the stress of that, right? Yeah. 
because you know what you like, you mm-hmm. want it to be a certain way, and then it's stressful to always be sort of standing behind yourself saying, color it right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's, 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 it's nice to have something that it doesn't matter if you do it right. I did the same thing with knitting for a long time where I just like want to be making something. Yeah. If I'm sitting, I just want, I'm like, but I'm terrible at it. Like I've made probably 12 hats and one of them somebody could wear, but I just, I'm like, I made it. It's done. There you go. But I, this is not my art. Like I didn't invent this pattern for a hat. Okay. It's just so, a thing. So they're not beautiful hats, but they're no. literally, I mean, a hat is, uh, it's just has to be fit on a head right right so were they literally so bad like there's no way you can place this on your head and it will stay correct (laughs) how did you feel about the hats that could not be worn (laughs) i wished that they could be worn (laughs) but it's it's also like i keep them around like i could undo them and i've done that a couple times like you undo it and then you You try again but it's like the whole point of it i think was the act of doing it not the product okay yeah yeah so and you don't feel that way with your actual like artistic creative pursuits that you're putting out there it's not about the journey over the destination i mean i think when it's during the journey it is like when i'm writing something but there's so much more the proportion of when i'm just performing it for other people versus the time it took to write the song is so different that it that really gets drowned out i think yeah that makes sense yeah that, that makes total sense um do you try to color inside the lines yes Okay, so that's taking it too far to just kind of go crazy like a kid and just be like, here's this beautiful mandala, but I have just drawn pink over the entire thing. That would be ridiculous. Uh, I wish this was a visual podcast right now. (laughs) The face you're making is perfect. What are you talking about? I also have to make it, because there's like a lot of holes. Like, it's not just like a dog. It's like everything, little shaded thing. And I have to make it so that the same color isn't in two spots that touch. Okay. Which is really hard so i have a lot of markers now so that you have enough colors to do that yeah yeah this is the fascinating thing to me about because it makes perfect sense to me the idea of doing something that is creative and a very like pleasing motion just to color Mm. and obviously most of us colored as kids so it brings us back to that yeah but then when i see the coloring books for adults they're so ornate and specific and nice that it has always made me wonder like do people get stressed out doing this activity that yeah. is meant to be not stressful? Yeah. Part of the like reason that it's so intricate that each individual spot is so small is that you get the satisfaction of having completed something over and over and over again. Like every time you finish a thing. It's okay. not like you have to color in a giant thing and make yeah. sure you do it right and consistently or something like that. Yeah. It's just like each time you finish. It's like The Sims or just like anything that does that <laughs> thing to your brain where you feel like you accomplished something. Right. Um, you just get that feeling over oh, and over again. Right. So it's like a video game, except for video games are stressful because they're always like, hey, not just I completed this level, but I completed this level so I can get to the next level so I can yeah. upgrade my shield or whatever. Yeah. I think it's the same kind of vibe. It, my problem for with video games is that at the end, there's nothing to show that you did it. Like, <laughs> e- even with a coloring page, like, it's it's stupid, but I put it like, I put it up on my fridge. Like, I made a thing. Oh, yeah. But I didn't make a thing, but I like completed a task that you can see whereas if it's a video like everybody's done this video game i'm not discovering anything new like literally nothing is happening yeah it doesn't matter that i did this yeah i have long thought that video games should send certificates like they never get into that business but like this is a joke i think i've had it in scripts going back to like 2004 Uh and it's in a pilot that i just wrote because i feel so (laughs) strongly about this 
because of that sense of accomplishment. Yeah. Like just a certificate. You completed all the challenges in this ridiculously hard video game. Yeah. There's something about that being able to make it corporeal and put it on yeah. a fridge. Yeah. Yeah. You should have your achievements printed out. And, yeah. Because that's what the, why they do achievements and stuff, right? Yeah. Like if you unlock. Yeah. Yeah, to keep you coming back for more and pat yourself on the back. <laughs> yeah, I did it. <laughs> uh, so coloring is obviously a part of it is that it's a childhood activity. Mm-hmm. So are there any other childhood activities that you think should make a resurgence like coloring oh. and become adult napping or adult playground time or to prepare for this podcast? I read a few articles about the resurgence of coloring okay. books and they have the thing is called like Peter Pan whatever therapy. Syndrome? It's oh. not, it's like, this is like, yeah, well that, but it's, it's like <laughs> this like category of activities where people have, they have like adult kindergarten where you just go in and do glitter and take naps and stuff like that's okay. a legit thing. And the other part of the article was like, if you never got to play, you become a serial killer. It was a very interesting article. So it had some strong opinions it had, yeah, about it child bold. development. Um, But let me think about that. Like, I, I don't know. I, I can't nap. Like I really would like to be able to nap, but yeah. I. Do you feel like you would develop napping skills if it was expected of you? If you went to like adult kindergarten. Yeah. And you, I know you want to do a good job at things. Yeah, that's true. And if you had like somebody who you respected, mm-hmm. who was leading adult kindergarten in a non-jerk way. Yeah. And was really like, hey, everybody did a great job coloring and relaxing. Yeah. And now it's time to nap. Would you try hard to nap well? I would like to. It's mostly just my body hates an inconsistent sleep schedule. Okay. And I, I have like the hallucination nightmares thing if I'm napping. Hallucination night. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. You, you know what sleep paralysis is? It's uh-uh. like why people think they've been abducted by aliens. No, I do not know about this and I want to. Okay. It's a sidetrack. That's but, fine. Um, where your body has chemicals that keep you from moving while you're asleep. Okay. And so like the opposite of this would be sleepwalking, right? Okay. But there's um, a part of your brain that like... You know, like you, you're still, you have to be, otherwise you would just be hitting and running around <laughs> in your dreams. Yeah. Um, but if you, if it happens to me, if I'm sleeping inconsistently, that part stays on, but you wake up and then you still have like the dream hallucinations thing okay. happening, but it feels extremely real and you can't make it stop. Um, but so you're cognizant of it. You're, you're cognizant of it enough. and you're cognizant of the fact that you cannot move. But you're having a like a waking nightmare that you're being like killed by a cat or a loved one. Okay, so that sounds not relaxing. No, so that's not why I would go to kindergarten <laughs> as an adult. Um, but if somebody I respected told me to, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I mean, I like glitter. I'm really into glitter right now. Okay. I like. I kind of dress like a child, so that's kind of a thing that I I would be into. How I, do you I, feel you dress like a child? I like, just like colorful stuff, and okay. I don't match my socks, and I'd rather have like. A fun t-shirt than like a fancy dress and like if it if something doesn't have like a cat or a dinosaur on it's really hard for me to to wear it to wear it yeah do you mismatch your socks on purpose i used to and then they just were already mismatched so i kept doing it okay yeah so you just went down that path it's just a path that i'm on <laughs> i also live in portland which is just a town of kindergarten oh, activities it- I mean, it, it kind of prides itself. It's not really even an insult to Portland, right? No. I mean, it kind of prides itself on like, hey, what if we sell tacos and we have some knitting supplies? Like, Yeah, just have some just... crayons around. Yeah. yeah. Most businesses have crayons, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, and in Portland. Like kickball and whatever. <laughs> you can just draw on the walls at any establishment. Yeah, it's encouraged. <laughs> uh, so would you ever go to the uh, adult kindergarten? Uh, horrible waking nightmares aside? 
Nah, I don't know. Maybe if I was with my friends. Okay, but you get... It sounds like annoying people, but I realize I'm an annoying person. Maybe I should let that go. Why do you think you're an annoying person? Well, I mean, like, I know I'm coloring, but the idea of other people who are coloring and are very proud of it makes me, like, I don't know. Right. Maybe do something else. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be just like normal kindergarten. Then you'd be re-socialized. Yeah. You know, so. Probably good for me. Because I'm sure there are kid, obnoxious kids in kindergarten, in mm-hmm. real kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Uh, for you, for, it certainly was for me. So what are the other hobbies then? So, so when we're talking about doing this podcast, yeah. you were talking about that you like adult coloring. Yeah. But that you've been on a path of starting down hobbies yes. or new artistic ventures and then maybe not entirely following through. Right. Um, well, I've been doing, do you know this wine and painting thing? Are you familiar with this? Mm-mm, but oh I my- want to be. Oh, my gosh. That's the theme of today's podcast. <laughs> um, well, it's it's kind of an evolution, I think, from the, you know, the painting pottery thing where you'd like go into like time to clay and you'd have like a bowl <laughs> and you just paint it and then they glaze it for you and then you go pick it up and you have a bowl that you paint it right and everybody just goes in and hopes that a ghost who loves them appears and yeah is and that becomes, what yeah I, I think that's why some of the pottery did get really popular because of the movie oh, ghost. okay but Gosh. anyway I, so. I have not seen that movie but you're just painting it you're not even like making pottery. Oh, okay you're just painting it yeah All it's right. just li- literally the talentless requirement part of it okay um and then the wine and painting thing is you go in you have a blank canvas and like some paint and then like a person Walks you through step by step, everybody making the same picture. Okay, so it has a little bit of relationship to the coloring where it's like, yeah. this is not a wild, creative expression. No. This is just the peaceful act of m- making this art. Yeah, exactly. And then there's like a picture at the end where it's like all of these ladies holding up the same tree that they drew. <laughs> and it, and then like the one person who's really like, oh, okay. I mean, you didn't quite get there, but you know, and, and then. Like they didn't finish or it's like just, just childishly, horrifically <laughs> exactly. awful, ugly monster tree. Exactly. Which is what I, who I've imagined I would be in this class, but it, it's fun. And it's, um, you drink wine and you like talk with your friends. It's like a big bachelorette party thing. Okay. Um, and the teacher is really like, charismatic and fun and just walks you through step by step is the wine withheld based on how far you've progressed or is the wine free flowing is it just like you didn't finish your leaves no cabernet for you no i think a lot of it is like um the excitement of being in a class where it just doesn't matter so like just like have all the wine you want there's no right answer live your life right um like you're not getting graded it's so nice it's, I find that very therapeutic. We went yeah. for my sister's bachelorette party, and it was my mom, who is a teacher, my cousin, who is also a teacher, and her daughter, who is still in school. She's like 16, who has never been in a class where it doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. And just like seeing her experience that moment of like, I'm not doing this right. I'm not doing It's like, and her mom, who is a teacher, and my mom, who's also a teacher, just messing around like doing whatever the hell they want like spitballing other people yeah like throwing things well they were like being sassy back at the teacher and like all oh, of were this they really yeah oh, that's was, awesome and and just like it doesn't matter do anything you want and like her gradually realizing like wait i could just do this and that there's no repercussion to me not doing what i'm supposed to be yeah. doing air quotes this sounds like soft gentle beautiful the purge <laughs> where it's not just the act of making the art but you're freeing yourself from the rules of society yeah the purge by the way is something i've only heard about on this podcast and i feel like five times now. I, I have never even seen the purge <laughs> i'm just fascinated with it yeah well because that's how i remember very distinctly being quite young and thinking through oh i'm mad in school mm-hmm. 
and I would like to throw that chair. But yeah. what will happen if I throw the chair? And I mean, every kid thinks through it. I thought through it a lot. So I, yeah. don't, I think that just that idea of you want to be your your best you because you have empathy. Yeah. But also because there are actual consequences yeah. to the things you care about. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm always fascinated with anything where the goal is to free yourself a little bit from breaking, from being punished for breaking rules of society. Exactly. And I, I would have never thought about that for the wine and painting. Yeah. I know I've like listened to podcasts where comedians, like the JV Club, she talks about to kid, to people about how when they were kids. And there are people who just like didn't follow rules. It didn't go to school. And it's like, but there, well, you, somebody got, you would have. And like that would never have occurred to me of like, just don't do what you're told. Yeah. But you have that freedom. Yeah. Okay, so your mom is a teacher. Yes, or she was. She she's was retired. Yeah. She's retired. Uh, and a very good painter. Yes, she's an excellent painter. An she excellent has a hard painter. time in these classes, actually. It's really fun to yeah. her go. Yeah, because she has the actual skill. And yeah. then it's just like, don't put any artistic expression in it. Just make a big, dumb brown tree. Yeah. Uh, I think it doesn't. They don't really get upset like the teacher doesn't but everybody else in the class is like what why are you doing that's not the color it's supposed to be oh are people making pink trees and crazy shit yeah she's uh yeah it's very funny yeah so now when you said i've met your mom when yeah. you said your mom sassed yes. the teacher now yeah. she is a teacher i and know she knows what it is to be sassed in class yeah when you say she sassed the teacher yeah what, what do you mean how far did she take it I mean, it's just like the comments under your breath or like whatever, <laughs> like making little jokes and stuff, which is fine. Like that's a thing to do. But like as a performer, like stop it. I'm doing a show, you know, like you're right. being funny, but it's not your turn kind of thing. To me, it's horrifying. Right. Because it sounds like she's heckling. Exactly. She's basically yelling, play free bird. Yeah. To your ears and like, gosh. Oh, yeah. Do you get the sense that if the teacher feels like, oh, wow, the a lot of people in this class are are feeling catharsis by mumbling or sassing or not really listening to me, yeah. like the teacher's just like, I don't care because it also doesn't matter for me. Yeah, Because if don't you think... don't finish your tree, <laughs> I still get paid. Who cares, yeah. right? The impression that I get, and I'm always like paranoid that people secretly hate me or the people around me, um, that they is that they're very nice and they don't care. They're okay. just there. I mean, the whole point of it is like having a good time. Right. Because if that's the one and only goal, then yeah. there's a you, they don't have to be concerned about you having the, a good time in the correct way. Right. Like if you're doing a show, people have to have a good time kind of in the correct way because otherwise they're ruining other people's time. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Interesting. Interesting. So you, when we're talking about this, you said that you are starting hobbies. Yes. And maybe not following through on them yeah, or yeah, finishing yeah. them, which sounds like... You're putting stress on yourself, or yeah. How? What are you not finishing that you feel like you should be continuing with? Well, sure. I bought this book called Six Hundred Forty Two Things to Draw at a Michaels. No, at a Marshalls. Um, that sounds really stressful. No, and it's but it's like like draw like literally a rolling pin, a house, a dog, and then you're just supposed to draw it, and then that's the whole thing. Um, but I got like five into it while we were watching the flash and then I stopped and then the book was on the table for a while and then I would put it away. Um, <laughs> you like the book was judging you, staring at you. Yeah, I was like, I'm really gonna, I'm gonna get into drawing. Like it was never a thing I thought I could do and I'm going to try it. Yeah. But I, th- I think probably because that's a thing that I feel like I have to do every day to improve and then I don't do it. There's like a lot of guilt. Yeah. For not doing it. But I also like, I bought, uh, we went to these painting classes, and I was like, I'm going to learn these methods on how to paint at Wine and Paint, and then I'm going to paint. 
Yeah. Um, so I have like paint now and like canvases. And I made I made two for Christmas gifts that are pretty cute. But like Oh cool. I like think about a project. Like I'll make everybody a picture of their whatever. Like I bought a bunch of fabric to make everybody a pillow yeah. a few years ago. And didn't quite Yeah. Well, that's getting to, uh, I understand that you would want to learn the skills and add them to your your quiver of artistic arrows yeah. that is very full, that you, yeah. can, you do lots of things. Yeah. But it seems like that's maybe like a step beyond what your initial goal was, is to just do the thing that is mostly just to clear out your brain. Yeah. And to clear it out with the specific, I have a thing that's done at yeah. the end of it. Yeah. Instead of giving yourself more tasks on like your to-do list, right? Yeah. Well, I think that's the thing because, like, professionally, I'm a creative person. Yeah. So I'll just have, like, an idea. Like, isn't it funny that this... And then that eventually becomes, like, a song or an essay or something like that. Oh, okay. So just, like, I'm used to turning everything into something. Right. I'm used to, like, making ev- every tiny task is the beginning of a long path. Right. It's that like leads to my career. Every thought is, like, a video game. And then the thing you make is, like, the certificate you can put on your fridge. Or, like. <laughs> It becomes real. That's exactly how I think about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad to help. I'm interested in the part of this that is, these things are to relax, but you need the thing at the end. Yeah. In order to have made some sort of accomplishment, or else you feel judged by the 630,000 things you haven't drawn. Yeah. How would you feel if you went to like wine and paint, Uh and you just knew, I'm not even going to paint, I'm just going to drink wine, and then at the end of the class, you were just held up a blank canvas. Would you oh. feel would you feel like I got something out of this because I just went to this place that encourages relaxing? Or would you feel like a rebel or would you feel like a jerk that you didn't paint the tree at all? Oh, I'd probably feel like a jerk. Everybody <laughs> would be so like... But I think... So I think this is the thing like when my mom is like going off the rails or like if that were the situation, everybody is concerned that you're not doing the right thing. And I think part of it is like, they're still held in by like, we're supposed to do at like at some level, there's something we're supposed to be doing here. Yeah. And it is definitely freeing to be like, but if I don't, there are no consequences. Yeah. Kind of thing. I would still feel like a jerk though. Yeah. Society has trained me. Right. To do the thing. So it's not the idea that there are no rules. Like yeah. The purge. It's like, <laughs> it's that they're very, gentle accepting rules yeah of like hey why don't you kind of paint a tree yeah but if you just don't paint a tree at all i mean red lights you're go not off gonna get arrested and, right. but it's but, fun to conform isn't it <laughs> <laughs> it's very fun to conform yeah. um i have a couple questions about kind of hobbies and other uh aspects of your life great would you ever attempt to do live coloring or painting while also performing music not at the same exact time. Yeah. You would never do that as like a stage show of like come to the live Double Clicks concert and live adult coloring. This is like in between songs. Like now I'm immediately in like producer. Like how would I? <laughs> how would you make that happen? Um, I don't know. I feel like probably not because the painting thing is a thing that I enjoy that you can kind of take your time at it. And yeah. like the process of creating it is not the performative part like the performative part is the end product yeah not how you got there and that totally makes sense i was yeah. curious uh, if that would be your natural reaction there's a mm-hmm. tony bennett interview that i read a long time ago mm-hmm. um when i was getting my degree in visual art uh, because i've also abandoned painting and drawing uh <laughs> 
that an interviewer asked him because Tony Bennett's a painter and he's put out a couple of books of you you can buy Tony Bennett's paintings huh. uh, that are printed or you can buy the actual paintings. And an interviewer asked him if you were painting yeah. on stage while you were also singing, you know, the classic American songbook. Yeah. Which would suffer? And Tony Bennett said, "The audience." <laughs> fair. <laughs> it is a very fair and accurate. Yeah, I mean, you can't. I mean, that's a thing now with like Twitch, though. Like people stream making stuff, yeah. and I enjoy watching that. But I think I enjoy watching that because I expect that those people know what they're doing. <laughs> right. <laughs> that they know what the steps are, and that they're going to get a result out of it. Yeah. Would you enjoy watching like a Twitch of somebody just? figuring out how to turn a video game on and not even being able to like get to the actual game <laughs> yeah see that's hard twitch live is hard for me because i'm like i don't know what's gonna happen yeah <laughs> what if something some sort of disaster occurs but well. yeah but you still yeah i think it gets back to that process you want to be a part of the process of the thing happening at least that much forward mov movement yeah yeah cool um if you could only pick one hobby Yes. Out of all the ones you've experimented with, you've experimented with knitting, with coloring, with uh, painting. Mm -hmm. I started making candles recently. <laughs> uh, is that also, how do you make candles? Well, that's the, the thing. I watched a YouTube video uh, on Grace Helbig's channel of okay. my previous obsessed topic. Um, and she was just like, wow, this is easy because her friend wrote like a DIY book. And okay. you just like melt stuff and then pour it into a thing. Okay. And that's the whole thing. And if you really like candles, it's like cheaper than buying them. Okay. So this has a practical function. Exactly. So does kind of painting pottery. Although even if you don't paint it, it's still the same. It's still going to so like you're not hold adding. fluids yeah. and objects even if it's not painted. <laughs> candles won't just burn unless you make them. Yeah, uh, you got to make them. So you tried that? How how did that go for you? It was fun. I, I enjoyed it very much because um, you had a functional thing at the end of it. It's yeah. not like creative necessarily, but you it's creation. Yeah. Which is fun. Well, I mean, they look beautiful. They right? don't. <laughs> why not how did you make an ugly candle the top of it like it's the thing is like it's all one color yeah and stuff but like the wick is like kind of off center and the um the top of it isn't like smooth in a way that i want it to be it okay. kind of looks a little something right that's if you don't get the wick placement right it's gonna melt all funky right and just be a mess I, it's like why even try <laughs> i don't know I, I i enjoyed doing it though it was fun but I, I wouldn't, like, give them to somebody. But now I just, like, really like having candles around. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think that, like, you're really clear on how you started trying these kinds of hobbies. Yeah. And you're really clear on why. Yeah. And it makes perfect sense. But you're still looking for a different one. Is it yeah. that you want to try a lot of different ones? Or is it that you like the idea of this calm, meditative thing uh -huh. that you're not judging yourself on? And there's a product at the end. Yeah. Is well, it that you're still looking for the exact right one or do you just want to try them all? I don't know. I think part of the catharsis of it is buying products uh, to do things with. <laughs> That's the only thing I could think of. Like I could be on Amazon's like, oh, a candle making kit. Yes. Or like, ooh, paint or canvases. Um, Would you just go to Home Depot and just buy lumber and say, this is relaxing? No. It's too loud. <laughs> um, I did want to do that woodworking at one point but that was like many years ago okay i don't know i'm glad we're working this out because i feel like it's going to really help me process my feelings <laughs> um but i i think i think i like having a variety of things to do okay because there's a point like in your day where you have to like 
make something, right? You have to like write. It's time yeah. to write a song. But if your hobbies are just like, what do I feel like doing right now? Maybe okay. that's more fun than like, well, it's relaxing time. I have to color this cat in. Okay, right. You don't want it to become so regular that it feels like a another responsibility. Yeah. Just like, screw it. I'm in a candle making mood. Yeah. I'm going to make an ugly freak candle <laughs> with it's a time. weird wick. It's time. Can you make a candle with a wick going through the center of the candle? Like not from the top, but like, you know, the, the candle is tall, but then the wick is through the side of it. I'm sure you could. It just depends on the container it's in. Yeah. I guess because if it's if you can't access the wick, yeah. then you can't burn it. Okay. But you can do whatever you want. I mean, Yeah. It's... I want to make a candle that has just like eight wicks sticking out of different places and then light them all and see what happens to the candle. Sounds fun. <laughs> I think I'm just finding out myself from yeah. my emotional processing that I want to make horrific you just want to watch <laughs> the candle things. burn. Some men just want to watch a candle burn. <laughs> for sure. That would be interesting. I mean, because Fire always goes straight up. Right. So it wouldn't go like out the side. Yeah. So would it burn if the wax was melting on top of it? Oh, into yeah. Into the wick? Yeah. I just want to make freak candles, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's the idea. It's like a little bit creative, but it's mm. also the freedom to be like, mm. make something that is a, a mess on purpose. Yeah. Since so many things that you try to make, uh, the general you, you try to make well. Yeah. That it sounds really fun to make something awful on purpose. Yeah. Very, very fun. freeing. <laughs> Here's my final question for this section of the podcast. Oh, gosh. If you could color with any fictional character, oh, who would you want to sit around and color with? Who would I want to color with? Who do I like? Uh, I'm watching The Flash right now. Oh, okay. Cisco. Oh yeah, he'd be like into it. He'd be really he's kind of like it. nerdy. He's very smart, but he's also really cool, and he also really wants to be cool. Yeah. So I feel like he has a lot of stuff to talk about. He's very engaged in activities too. Right? Yeah. So he'd be really. He would love to look at other people's colorings mm. and say, "Hey, maybe you can call it this." Yeah, he would. Uh, but <laughs> he would definitely name it. <laughs> uh, it would be like respectful and constructive. I okay. think like like not like the person who's like what what are you doing like what you can't do that that way. Have you had anyone try to correct your coloring? Has that ever happened in any of your your uh, group coloring activities? Um, no. Okay, I don't think so. Would you just kick them out of your life if they tried to correct your coloring? <laughs> I kick <laughs> people out of my life space. all the time. That's all I do. Um, you know, I find myself in situations where this is just my whole problem with my whole life. Like, I always want to tell people how to do something better. Yeah. And that coloring is like a really good way for me to just like, no, it's okay. It doesn't okay. matter. Like, if they're doing like that orange is too dark and that person's going to look weird. Yeah. Like, whatever. So if Cisco came over and yeah. he was coloring a picture of Darth Vader and he was just using all the wrong colors, he was yeah. coloring outside of the lines so there was just like fuchsia coming out of darth vader's leg yeah you just be like that's fine that's okay it's beautiful yeah you you have to absorb and like process like it's not like you feel this way you have to make yourself feel this way but it's still good yeah that makes sense <laughs> almost okay i'm just happy to be here i'll listen back and process for myself uh, okay <laughs> are we okay <laughs> Hello, listeners. This is Sarah Meyer, co-producer of this show. And as I do every week, I've come out to the streets of L.A. to uh, stop random people and ask them how they feel about this week's topic. Do you have any relaxing hobbies? 
Yes, I do. I actually go to yoga regularly and I do meditation. I meditate and I do yoga. Meditation would be a relaxing hobby. Sound healing meditation through Tibetan meditation bowls. Skiing. That's relaxing? Well, it is for me. What do you think about coloring books? They can be fun if you don't have an uh, idea to make uh, like a skeleton or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of my friends like it. Coloring books are amazing. I'm actually a part-time teacher, so absolutely. I think it's extremely therapeutic when you can um, use your creativity and your mind and put it down um, in color on paper. I don't know. It's uh, been many years since I did a coloring book. At, for relaxing with coloring books, I'd have to have the time to do it. Yeah, I haven't tried it. You know, maybe I should. Um, if someone was going to create a coloring book based on you in your life, what would it be or what would it describe a page from it? It would be like uh, like the Enchanted Princess, like something like that. Like, you know, like that movie with like Propons, like the one with the long hair. It would be something like a little bit, uh, sort of a mandala, not, not something definite. Something like abstract, having like spirals, straight lines, and um, curves. Probably just it has to deal with different locations. Mountains, beach, yeah. I've just placed me in different locations, different places, you know, that kind of thing. Almost like a fine wall though, yeah, where, but it's, yeah. it's where's Kurt. We're gonna move on to our How Obsessed Are You questions. Great. So do you think about coloring or these other hobbies every day? I kind of do just because I have like the coloring pages up on my wall and I have like we went to wine and paint for my sister's bachelorette party and I made a picture it was like an abstract thing and then at the end I wrote fuck the patriarchy on it and that's hung on my wall <laughs> so I think about those and like it makes me happy like I made that go me right because you're seeing the actual product yeah yeah and I realize now as we're going through these how obsessed are you questions yeah that this is about we're we're discussing your obsession with something that's meant to be calming yeah. and have no stress involved. Exactly. So I just want to say I'm aware of the irony. Yeah, that's and fine. And it's fine if you're like, no, I'm really trying not to be obsessed in that. Everything's fine. Everything's <laughs> cool. No pressure. So this actually, you kind of answered this next question. Mm -hmm. When someone walks into your home, are they able to tell that you've got a lot of different hobbies you're trying? Uh, yeah, probably. Like I try to put stuff away, but I don't um, do very well at that. So... Okay. Our house is like really weird place to walk into because there's usually like <laughs> a light and a camera set up, which immediately looks like you've been filming a porn. Like there's no. <laughs> yeah. A camera in the living room. It's just always. And then there's, yeah, usually like a tablecloth covered in paint and like a, it's a okay. weird nightmare. Coloring pages everywhere. Okay. Markers on the table. So the hobbies are visible right now. Yeah. In your current home setup. Yes. So it looks like these people really like coloring mm -hmm. and possibly pornography. Yes. Okay. Creation of it. <laughs> Creation of it. Would you steal an expensive coloring book from Walmart? No. Is that just because stealing is wrong? Yeah, because I couldn't okay. handle being that. Now, there are expensive coloring books, right? Didn't you, you yes. texted me one last night, right? Extreme coloring book. It's extreme coloring. Okay, which again, I thought this was supposed to be relaxing. Yeah, and those were infuriating in a lot of ways because... <laughs> They were extreme coloring, mandalas, extreme coloring, whatever, New York. In your face, color time. And they had like the picture you're supposed to draw, but then they had a background that was already colored in. Ooh. So like you're adding to a setting or whatever. So and increasing the odds that you will pick a color that clashes. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's not what I thought about, but yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. It, it just, it kind of gets rid of the illusion that you're making something to okay. me. 
Yeah, you're just finishing something that's already been started. Yeah. It's like you're walking into like, you're green screened into a movie as yeah. opposed to like making it yourself. Yeah. Kind of. is, that what, is that what makes it extreme? Is it just that it's bigger? Uh, the cover had a bit of um, glitter on it. <laughs> Which felt pretty extreme. Like it seemed like it was an expensive book to put together. Okay, so it's just like a higher end, fancier. Yeah. Okay. Better for gift, probably. Okay. It was on sale, but it was still ten dollars, and I was like, eh. That's pretty extreme. Yeah. Okay. Because it is apparently my favorite topic, and I didn't know it. Yeah. If it was the Purge. Yes. Great. Would you steal an extreme coloring book from Walmart? No, Purge means there's no consequences. Yep. Except so that the person who made the coloring book doesn't get paid, I guess. Yeah, but that's the least of their worries because during the purge, people are out murdering each yeah, other. Yeah, I would do that, yeah. Yeah, because like other people are looting Walmart. Right, and most of them aren't taking the coloring books. But I think <laughs> I'm going to need to relax if the purge is going on, you know? Yeah. So if you knew the purge was coming, would you steal a coloring book the night before so you could relax during the purge? No, I have a lot of coloring books. I think I'm okay. <laughs> I just, I can't, I can't say that I would steal something. I don't think I would. Yeah. Did you ever, uh, as a kid, get peer pressured to steal something? No. Okay. No. So you just never even had the experience? No. And like anytime I did even something even slightly wrong, the guilt just like lived on me forever. So yeah. just very Christian stuff, you know. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Okay. So would you take a freelance gig in which you are paid only in coloring books or other hobby supplies? Yeah. Hobby supplies, yeah, because paint's like expensive. Okay. And I want it, but I don't want to buy it. Okay. So I think I would do that. I did a freelance gig recently where we were paid in socks. Oh, really? It wasn't like a lot of work. Mismatched socks? No. Well, that's the thing. I'm wearing matching socks now because I have so many socks. (laughs) And like usually I wouldn't take an in-kind like kind of payment, but that just changed my life so much that I think I would. Can you talk about what the project was that wanted to pay in socks? Yeah, no, it was just we just judged a sock contest. We didn't even like have to do our job. Okay, but they gave us a bunch of socks. What do you mean you didn't have you didn't have to do your job in terms of like we didn't didn't play music, write a song or anything. We just like promoted it. Yeah, but you guys are super funny, and your presence and personality is part of your job. That's true. We are pretty great. (laughs) That's all I want you to understand. Yeah, amazing. Uh, Thank you. Uh, so you would totally, if somebody came to you and said, like, I am doing a Kickstarter, it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with candle supplies, mm-hmm. but I'm going to give you a bunch of candle supplies so you can go crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, I would sign myself up. I might not sign up Aubrey to do it. Yeah. As like the agent for our group, but I would, yeah. yeah, probably. Okay, cool. And if you heard someone say an incorrect fact about one of your hobbies, would you be tempted to correct them? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> absolutely i'm i'm getting very into like asserting when i'm right kind yeah. of thing because like there's a lot been a long time where i'm just like silently sitting and people think i'm quiet and i'm like i'm not really i'm just don't want to have an argument with you but i would definitely yeah if somebody was like and you go to paint and beer and then you drink beer and i'm like no, no you actually sorry you drink, you drink wine <laughs> i know this is a complicated question for you because yeah. uh, you you have a lot of pushback on the internet because simply you make things and you are a woman. Yeah. Uh, so I know that you have like more battles on the internet. Yeah. But there's still that sort of interpersonal moment to moment thing. Yeah. When it's a friend or yeah. a stranger that you overhear in public. Yeah. I mean, I guess if I wasn't part of the conversation yeah. and it wasn't hurting anybody, I might not jump in. Yeah. But if it, you know, I have, I have some expertise to share. Absolutely. Good, having good information is good for everybody. Yeah. I don't correct people. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm tempted to when it's something that I happen to know a lot about. Yeah. And a lot of times it's opinions. But there are some times that it's like, I really yeah. do 
knew this, but I don't ever like being the correcting person. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess I wouldn't do it for like Star Trek or like yeah. something like some sort of, I mean, but that's like a fictional world. Maybe that's why I wouldn't do yeah. it. Yeah. But for this, like, it's just real. It's, it matters. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, I guess if it happened where it mattered, where you, like, overheard someone say, oh, adult coloring books is this new fad where people try to do the best coloring they can and make this elaborate coloring so they can impress people. Would you be like, that's not the point? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Would you ever go to a class designed like the paint uh, and wine mm-hmm. where it's just designed to be like, no, 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 it's okay. You can do whatever you want. But it was just a place where you could correct people and society was telling you it's okay we're just gonna have people say things uh-huh. and if you feel they're wrong you get to say i'm, I'm sorry that's incorrect <laughs> that'd be kind of beautiful like it's a bunch of like producer looking dudes coming in <laughs> and being like man i just really i think the best part of star wars is when the pokemon or whatever and then you just like actually and then they have to listen to you right and the class is just called, like, Actually in Wine. <laughs> Actually in Wine. Everybody could just take turns. Yeah. Yeah, you could hire actors. I mean, that would be really nice to have just, like, somebody that kind of looks like your dad or, like, you know, and just, like, correct them. Yeah. Yeah. And well, they and they listen. Yeah. And they're like, you changed my mind. Because I think that's a lot of what our problems on the in- of internet culture are, mm-hmm. where people just want their opinion heard mm-hmm. and want to feel valid. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, down to the point where sometimes people just tweet, I exist. Like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but that's no reason for you to be a jerk to me. Yeah. Uh, so that seems like that would be like a great catharsis. That would be nice. Vodka and correcting, maybe. Yeah. Oh, vodka's a good idea. <laughs> I don't know why vodka tequila. seems like a good... Tequila and correcting. Yeah. <laughs> that is perfect. Uh, <gasps> oh, well, tequila and well, actually. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Come to our well class. It's a wellness class. <laughs> wellness, actually. Well, actually for wellness. <laughs> so would you write a song about adult coloring books? Or would that be crossing over your two worlds too much? I don't know. I don't know what I'd have to say about it. I might I might drop drop a reference yeah. in, throw a metaphor somewhere. <laughs> um it feels not like quite relatable enough to put in a song. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like it's not just raw emotional stuff and it's not like pop culture things, which are the two things I usually draw from, but yeah. maybe. But it, you don't know you would have to find what you're trying to say. Yeah. Based on it. Yeah. But like you have this good experience now where you have gone through this process of finding some relief and relaxation through doing it. Yeah. So would you ever want to share that message? Yeah. I mean, maybe, but I I don't know because I I would really have to figure out what I wanted to say about it. Yeah. Would you attempt to color an intricate pattern together with a bear? A large bear is coloring. I assume there's no there's no guarantee that it wouldn't hurt me. No. That's the kind that's, of the whole point. That's kind of the whole point. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, I was really in need of a coloring fix. <laughs> exactly. You were jonesing for a coloring. Yeah. I, I would want to find out what happens in that situation. Because okay. like, is the bear now, it's a lot of like, I have energy, but I don't have mind power. So like, I'm trying to get this out in a way. Oh, yeah. Um. So maybe the bear is like. You know, I've got this adrenaline. I'm not really hungry, so let's just color right. and move on. 
Maybe right. that, and then we could kind of work together on that. Yeah, because if the bear is already in a coloring place, if that's emotionally where the bear is, mm-hmm. why would the bear care? If you're, it's not like you're taking the coloring book away from the bear. Yeah, you're just coloring together with the bear. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. It's nice to like speed it up a little bit. We could work together. <laughs> I have a lot of markers. Make it happen. So you'd share your markers with oh, the bear. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the other thing that's nice about it is that like. I don't care what happens to the marker. Like, there's so much oh, really? in my life. Like, I have, like, my guitar. Don't ever touch my guitar kind yeah. of thing. But if um, somebody's, like, messing up my markers or, like, getting my paints all, it's like, that's fine. Yes. Like, it really, like, that doesn't have that big of an effect on my life. It's okay. Right. So you don't have, like, a favorite marker where you're like, this is my marker. No. Like, that bear can eat that marker. That's fine. fine. If it brings him joy, go for it, bear. (laughs) Eat that marker, bear. Yeah. Uh, All right. My final question, as you know, (laughs) if you couldn't do any of your hobbies without you or someone you love first being punched in the crotch, would you still do your hobbies? I love this question. Uh, Yeah. 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 It's it's extra ironic for this episode when it's all about relaxing. But I think I need, I need, I deserve this. Like, if I didn't have anything to... To calm down with. Yeah. That didn't feel like completely vegged out, you know? Yeah. Just like a pr- productive kind of thing. I would probably be hitting people in the crotch myself. So <laughs> might as well get it done. Yeah. Yeah. That can also be at our whole, well, actually, tequila yeah. thing. If anybody needs a punch in the crotch, yeah. just calm down if that's what they need. Yeah. Well, maybe they feel like they've done something wrong and they deserve punishment like they're not going to get the forgiveness they need but they do feel like they need to apologize and have retribution upon them excellent can you make a noise to sum up your obsession with coloring and hobbies yes i can um mm. (laughs) did you pre-think about that you were ready no i was but as soon as you started asking it i remember what the question was so i had like a few more seconds than usual okay yeah you're on top of it yeah yeah it's very good do you actually make noises when you're uh coloring do you think are you aware if noises escape your body i think so i think i talk to myself and stuff and like i talk to like the paint the colors and like oh really yeah and it's all very interactive so do you reward your pens or your markers like good job marker uh yeah i think so i I mean it's more like to myself like yeah Oh, oh okay. Oh, that's cool. Mm, maybe this will work, kind of. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'll record it. That'll be in the new podcast. <laughs> it's mostly do. silence for forty-five minutes, and then every once in a while, I'll be going like, oh, little tiny marker noises. Maybe blue. <laughs> Excellent. I have been rating people's obsession. Oh, great. So, oh, this is a hard one because it is by its nature something you're trying not to be obsessive about because uh-huh. you would never want to be like, it's Thursday, I have to color because yeah. that's the whole point. Yeah. But it does seem like it is occupying a decent amount of your brain space. Sure is. And your physical space. Yeah. Uh, So I think I'm going to rate you a four out of seven markers obsessed. Great. Are they Crayola (laughs) markers? It's the only good kind. Well, yeah, of course. I want you to have the correct markers. Thank you. I'm not an asshole. (laughs) Thanks. Appreciate Uh, it. Does that seem about right to you or? Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. It's like just a little bit over half. Yeah. Do you want to be more or less obsessed with it going forward? You know, I hope that I stick with at least some of it and do some things. Yeah. Like, it's nice to have stuff that I do that isn't work. Right. It's really hard for me to do that. But it's nice to have stuff that I do that isn't work that isn't just sitting. Yeah. And looking at Twitter. Right. 
and you would you would want to be able to finish it. Yeah. Whatever you start. So you don't want to look at things that are incomplete. No. So that has a little obsession to, to it. it. Yeah. I have like if I start if it's not done, it's yeah. that's not okay. So no unfinished Mandela's in your house. No. <laughs> Excellent. Uh can you tell people anything you want to plug, where they can find you on all the social media, all that business? Yeah. Um on Twitter I'm Angela M. Weber and I've also got a sick website. <laughs> AngelaFlover.com. My band is called The Double Clicks. We're at thedoubleclicks.com, and we got a bunch of the cool stuff up on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Wherever you're quitting and going to, just go find right. us there. Tumbling. We Yeah, we have Tumblr. We're, we're, it's much more dynamic than it used to be. Oh, you're Tumblr? Yeah. How did your Tumblr get dynamic? Oh, we hired somebody to <laughs> do it. To Tumble? Nice. To like, put our stuff from other places onto Tumblr. It's nice. great. Nice, nice. Yeah. Here's some quick plugs for this show before yeah. our final questions. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can follow Obsessed Podcast on Twitter is at Obsessed Podcast. For info on all my upcoming shows, you can check out my website at josephscrimshaw.com. We're doing a live episode on Saturday, January 14th at SF Sketchfest about video games with Rebecca Watson and Travis McElroy. And then we're doing a live episode in LA on February 10th about Rogue One. There are two ways to support Obsess. You can back us on Patreon and get exclusive bonus episodes every month. For full info on that, go to patreon.com slash josephscrimshaw, or you can give money to all the podcasts on the Feral Audio Network by shopping through our portal. Just go to feralaudio.com, click the shop on Amazon button, and some of the money will go to Feral Audio. If people went to Amazon right now, as they were listening, what should they buy? Oh, boy. Um, honestly, they should buy this book called Strangers in Their Own Land. Oh, yeah? Which is, it's like a serious, it's like a Berkeley uh, sociologist, and she goes to a rural city in Louisiana and fi- tries to figure out why people are support the Tea Party. Oh, wow. It's like serious business, but it's like important to learn about empathy. <laughs> I think that is a very good point uh, here on our episode that's partially about the purge. Yeah. Yeah, uh, check it out. It's really good. (laughs) Excellent. Here are our final questions. They don't have anything to do with your obsession, but they can if you would like. If there was a building named after you, what kind of building or institution would you want named after you? A theater. A theater. Yeah. What kind of theater? I would like it to be a 150-seated theater with a good sound system and lighting. I don't really care other than that. Yeah, you just want it to be really functional and really friendly and easy for artists to use, right? Exactly. Yes, that would be awesome. And like drinks, but the bar is not right in the room. Like I have a lot of specific requirements, but like comedy, music, like acoustic kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and is that just because that's where your heart has been ultimately in all of your creating, that a theater is where you find the you fully get to share what you've created? Yeah, I think those are just the nicest moments. Like yeah. to be in a really good theater where there's nothing in the way of you sharing something with the people. Like right. you don't have to overcome loud glasses or grumpy people or like yeah. empty seats or like you just kind of can do it. Yeah, no poles in the way, just a nice warm environment. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I a lot will of try red. To... A lot of red? Yeah. Dark red or bright red? Like a dark red. A dark red, yeah. It's friendly. Yeah, that's very nice. Yeah. Many people's kitchen these days are painted that specific dark red mm. that a theater should be. Well, there you go. Yeah. For superpowers, would you rather be able to breathe underwater or light your entire body on fire? These are both like fears that I would have to <laughs> overcome. I think. Sorry. No, I think probably breathe underwater because I'm afraid of water. Just in general or yeah, drowning? Yeah, of drowning. And, um, 
But I think I'd still be afraid of being in the water, like okay. that there's going to be a creep. I'm very afraid of octopuses. Oh, that's understandable. Um, They're quite creepy. The pie. So I think pr- actually probably setting my body on fire. That sounds fun because I talk a lot about burning things down. It would be nice to <laughs> be able to follow up on that. <laughs> we should all have good fire- follow through on our fired wishes. Yeah. Uh, final question on the podcast. You've answered this before, but maybe yeah. it's different. Mm-hmm. What is happiness? I think happiness is making things with your friends. I think that's a great answer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And making either final products or just fun, just, doesn't yeah. matter stuff, right? Just making, creating. Making. Yeah. Nice. And then maybe having some wine. Yeah. And then punching a dude in the crotch. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, thank you so much. That is our podcast. You've been listening to Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. Uh Uh-huh. Good teal. Right. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm.